So everyone is not meant to hear your voice. And we're going, we're talking about why some people don't acknowledge that they follow. Some aren't meant to hear your voice. Some people will follow your footprint, but not your footsteps. And that's when you realize you are an influencer. When people will follow your footprint and not your footsteps, they will look at what you're doing and go ahead and try to do that and use it as a blueprint. They use your footprint as a blueprint, um, but they will never come to you to see why you step there. Women's World Podcast, the BWWP, where we get VIP access into the lives of Black women, or as we like to call us here, our sister nistas. We get to hear from some of our favorite sister nistas as they share their worlds with us and create connections, exchange realities, ideas, and baby, we get to recognize and celebrate how powerful we really are and the kind of inspiration that proves we can be even greater. This is our world, where if you ain't a black woman, you may want to be one, <laughs> or definitely get to know one. It's a black women's world, and we welcome our sister Nista lovers too. Welcome to our queendom. I'm your self-discovery companion, your professional peacemaker, and I'm your host, Tracy Mack. Come on in and relax, and sit with me for just a little while. Peace. Well, hey, y'all. I'm Tracy Mack, your self-discovery companion, the professional peacemaker and host of Black Women's World Podcast. That's the BWWP, baby. Listen, on this episode, Leadership and Influence is just me, baby. I am so grateful for my two resident co-hosts, Javon Cookie-Jones and Dana Hamilton, and they will be with me on future episodes. But right now, it's me. Uh, when I started season one of the BWWP, it was just me, and that was just the podcast. And when we felt to move into season two, my two resident co-hosts decided to join me and we went from podcasting right on into video casting. So whether you are just hearing me or hearing and seeing me, welcome to the BWWP. Today, I want to talk to you about leadership and influence. And I know that, you know, there's a lot of uh, discussion about it. Uh, so most times you don't even have to talk about it because the proof is in the pudding. You know what I'm saying? If you lead, you know it. If you influence, you know it. You have, you have facts, you have receipts, as we say. Um, and, and there's so many different forms of leadership and then the way people lead. Uh, so I don't want to discount any form. I just can only talk from my experience. And so, um, I came across something that I wrote about 10 years ago. Matter of fact, 10 years ago today it was March 17th, 2011. And I had been vacillating about, uh, how I was going to, um, you know, jump off into some new areas or, you know, different things. And I came across a YouTube video back then called First Followers. And if you get a chance, check that out because that speaks so much about leadership because many people want to lead, but a lot of people don't want to claim they follow. But the first follower is the second leader. And without followers, you really don't have Jack um, to some degree. But I, But we need to look at what it means to follow and, and the different ways that following looks like. Um, because we look at social media, you may even be looking at this video or hearing this podcast, 
And, and sometimes we see, we look at the numbers, how many people are watching, how many people viewed, how many people liked, how many people didn't like, whatever their response. But you cannot base that on that because I, I, I'm a living witness, let me tell you right now. Uh, if the people who contacted me in private ever showed up on social media, it'd be a whole nother ball game. But for whatever reason, people don't choose to. They choose to send me a private text, a private email, hit a DM, send a message to somebody else. And, and my co-hosts has even, have even proven that to be true. Uh, we'll come on and do a show and we may only get uh, a few uh, people to publicly like or comment, but each one of our text messages, inboxes, and DMs blow up. People say, that's exactly what I needed. Thank you all so much. And it's neither here nor there as to why people do it. But when you think about leadership and influence, I want to read to you something I wrote. And even though it's 10 years old, it's still relevant because I try to, anything I put out publicly, I try to make it timeless that if it's 50 years from now, 30 years from now, two minutes from now, that it'll still be relevant to whoever chooses to hear it. And not only for me, but because my only, the, the main reason for my public pre presence on social media, uh, doing a podcast, as well as video casting and writing books and things did not start out to be for the public. It started out to be for my posterity and for my legacy, because I felt like if if Big Brother, so to speak, is always watching, then at least let me control the narrative. At least let me let people who I one day I'm going to be an ancestor to somebody. I'm 52, so hopefully I got some more years to live. But one day I'm going to be an ancestor to somebody. And when they look back, provided that the internet or ways people can access videos or, or printed books or whatever, I wanted to put myself in every format so that those that go, that come behind me, whether they be my natural child and her children, should she have them, or whether they be spiritual children, so to speak, people who, have, who will follow or, or find me to be a leader or an influencer, I wanted to be able to control my own narrative. And so whether it be through books and coaching and teaching and training and like I said, video and podcasting, this is me. This is Tracy Mack. So for those of you, however many years from now this is, hey, y'all, I knew you were coming. So I decided to be here for you. But when I wrote this 10 years ago, um, it was because I was vacillating about some things. And let me just read to you exactly what it says. Um, it says the Quantity of followers does not necessarily validate the ability to lead, but the ability to attract. Authentic leadership is evident in the quality of leaders your guidance produces and their being free to create their own processes. Lines of folks lined up behind you in perfect formation is okay for a parade. But much more telling is witnessing those you lead call cadence to their own troops and platoons. Now, I don't know how that set with you, but baby, I like it. it that that blessed me. So anyway, and I and and when I think about platoons, you know, I grew up in a military family. Uh, those of you who may have heard uh, season one, I talk about my uh, upbringing uh, in several different episodes, especially in first of all, and um, I think uh, Hell and High Water is an episode you may want to go check out because we've all gone through some Hell and High Water. But and then in this season, uh, I did a video cast with my parents. My dad is a former, well, they say once a Marine, always a Marine, but my dad was a Marine. And then my husband retired Navy uh, corpsman. He spent his entire career on the green side, even with the Marine Corps uniform. Um, so 
my and it, I even tried to join the Air Force back when just before I was about to turn 20. I'd left college for reasons that you can hear on another episode. But I tried to join the Air Force, but I had some medical issues, and some of which I still have now, which would have made me have to sign a waiver. And I didn't like the conditions of the waiver. So I chose not to join. But the military and the order and government and structure uh, has always been attractive to me, whether it just be through years of association or just the way I, my makeup is. But when I think about the word platoon, if you've ever gone to a military graduation or if you've ever seen the Marine Corps 8th and I or the silent drill team, that precision, baby, of how they lead their troops and those platoons and how they call cadence and ain't nothing like, mm, I ain't even gonna try to call cadence, but my dad can call some good cadence. <laughs> you know, that kind of cadence that have you singing like you're in church somewhere. But I'm telling you, when you go to a military graduation, those troops have been conditioned to hear that drill sergeant's voice. They have been conditioned that they can, you can, you can see them and it could be five other platoons uh, running, doing their PT. And I've even seen um, when, you know, you visit those type of areas, you know, throughout your childhood or whatever. But I have even seen when drill instructors try to confuse another drill instructor's troops by calling an odd cadence. But if that drill instructor has done an immaculate job of his his or her troops uh, hearing their voice, they're not going to get off. And so when we think about leadership, when I think about that military graduation and you see those soldiers, you know, walking in, in parade, you know, and they are just so squared away and uniforms are tight and ain't nobody's gig lines off. And, you know, it's just, it's, it's wonderful. <laughs> but, you can see I like it, right? But one thing about it is they those troops are trained during basic training, which was nine weeks years ago. I don't know what it is now. But they not they are not just trained to only hear that drill sergeant's voice forever at that time. Now, mind you, that voice may stick in their head later on in life because of the influence. But if that drill sergeant doesn't train those troops to become leaders, then what good is he or she? What good is he or she? So a leader only leads people long enough to lead them to the potential in themselves. Now, to some degree, influencers can be rather selfish because uh, an influencer, and let me read to you the definition of an influencer. Influence is the power to sway based on prestige, wealth, ability, or position. So an influencer can be very passionate. And that's the what. They can influence you to what. But the leader is a guide. They provide direction and they inspire. And not that an influencer doesn't, but a leader will inspire you because where a, an influencer is about the passion and the what, a true leader is more about the compassion and the how. After you leave me, after you sit under my tutelage, after I give you guidance and direction, how are you going to be able to take care of yourself? And a lot of times, influence, don't, they don't give a flying flip. Now, a lot of people can influence and lead at the same time, but a lot of influencers don't care. They're going to put their stuff out there and they don't give a flying flip what you do with it or not, as long as you come back to get some more from them. And that, that, that's okay. 
because that's what people do. I am not here to judge because there are some aspects of what I do that I hope are influential. But yet when you are a true leader and you do attract, you do sway, but not just to yourself. It's only to get that person in the groove of knowing what that feels and looks like and smells like and tastes like enough so that they can taste their own. They can begin to smell themselves in a good way. You know, back in the day when an old person told you you were smelling yourself, that wasn't good. But when, <laughs> but when it comes to someone who's ready to lead and guide, they're going to start smelling themselves. And matter of fact, there'll become uh, there'll be conflict because once somebody grows into a place where it's time for them to, to launch out on their own, they begin to conflict with the leader, much like a relationship with a father and son or a mother and daughter. Um, so, but there's some things everybody, the point I really want to make, uh, or should I say one of the points I really want to make is knowing the difference and knowing that some people can vibe in, in both veins, leadership and influence, but make sure that you're not being led by someone who is just an influencer. Okay. Make sure you're not being led by someone who is only there to influence. Take, for instance, we all like brands. We all like labels. And those things influence us. Those things influence us to want to purchase those things. But at the same time, are those people who own the brands leaders? Not necessarily. Just because they make nice clothes, just because they make you look good and sweet. Can they lead those intimate areas of your life? Those things you think about when you lay down on the pillow at night. Can they really lead that? Maybe they can, but that's usually not what, what why you're attracted to their brand. You're attracted to their brand either because it's popular, either because it's in style, it's a trend, it's beautiful, it's well-made, it's lovely. It's a lot of reasons why you're attracted to a brand and you're influenced by that. But just because someone has a brand and they can influence you, whether it be in music and uh, in, in acting and in, in, uh, someone who may play sports, uh, they are influencing you with their talent and their skill and their ability and their gifts. But are they necessarily cut out to be your leader? And so when you think about that, that passion that an influencer has for, for what they do is not necessarily, that passion does not necessarily translate to compassion for you and what you need. And so I want to encourage those of you who may lead and those of you who may influence that have a combination of leadership and influence. Because remember, you're gonna lead people, but you're only gonna lead them long enough to lead them back to themselves. So you are not uh, responsible for them for, for perpetuity, forever and ever, you know? So, um, and if you are a leader and you don't happen to see uh, the evidence publicly of people following you, of people um, uh, liking your stuff, baby, get over it because people have several reasons why they don't respond publicly. And I wanna give you a few of them. Stay tuned for more of the BWWP. This episode of Black Women's World Podcast is being brought to you in part by Tracy Mack Solutions for Life Institute coaching and training services. If you're experiencing relationship challenges, be it personal or professional, leadership frustration, conflict fatigue, a need for change or a better sense of direction, or maybe transition uncertainty. Solution for Life Institute is where self-discovery and peace of mind merge and thrive, creating strategic solutions. Self-discovery 
is the privilege of knowing who you are here to be and what you are here to do. By doing so, you get to enjoy maxing out your best life, navigate easier through challenging situations, and ultimately increasing your bottom line, which is why we are sure that self-discovery is one of the best forms of self-care ever, on purpose, through mission, with passion, and compassion. To find out more or schedule a consultation, go to solutionsforlifeinstitute.com. You're listening to Black Women's World Podcast. Let's continue the conversation. People have a lot of reasons why they don't acknowledge. Um, and, and some of them, uh, let me just go and start doing them, okay? You may not agree with some of these, but uh, if you do, great. If not, I'm sure there's someone else who can lead and influence you. Everyone isn't meant. That's number one. Everyone is not meant to follow you. Uh, even those of us who uh, believe in the Christian faith, and I don't necessarily mean American uh, Christian faith, because that's a whole nother ball game. We can talk about that another time. But um, if we think about Jesus, uh, he said, oh, my sheep hear my voice. So and another, they will not hear much like that drill instructor I talked about who tried to you know, confuse somebody else's truth. Everybody's not meant to hear your voice. And I pray every time, just about every time I speak or, or talk, um, and even before I start a podcast, my prayer is always, oh God, will you please allow the words I speak, no matter what I say, because of the purity that I come for and that I have in my heart for this, if you would please translate the words I say to meet the needs for those who will listen and those who are meant to listen. So if you are meant to listen, I'm praying that God has answered my prayer and that what I'm saying is translating to what, it, <clears throat> excuse me, for whatever you may need to hear. Because the simple thing, I can say whatever I'm saying now and it can be translated differently to as many people people who choose to listen or watch, you know? And so in some degree, I'm the mailman but just because you're the mailman leaders, it does not mean you're not responsible for what you say. You're not responsible for how they take it, but you're responsible for making sure it's your best presentation. You're responsible for making sure you put it out there without um, judgment and, and, and prejudice. You know, even though Black Women's World podcast is mainly geared towards sisternistas and sisternista lovers, that's Black women. And for those who love us, anybody can benefit who chooses to. Because if you're not a Black woman, you may want to get to know one or be one. <laughs> I mean that thing, even though I'm laughing. But and if you, if you aren't a Black woman, if you love us, then I'm talking to you too, baby. So uh, I want to give you five things. And I started out with number one. Everyone is not meant to follow you. Just always remember that everyone isn't meant to follow because everyone isn't meant to hear your voice. We all speak in different languages, even though we all may speak the same language or we may be speaking English because people's experiences and, 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 and how people were taught in their upbringing, so many different things come into how people hear. You may say it one way and they may translate it to hear, hear it another. So everyone is not meant to hear your voice. And we're going, we're talking about why some people don't acknowledge that they follow. Some aren't meant to hear your voice. Some people will follow your footprint, but not your footsteps. 
And that's when you realize you are an influencer. When people will follow your footprint and not your footsteps, they will look at what you're doing and go ahead and try to do that and use it as a blueprint. They use your footprint as a blueprint, um, but they will never come to you to see why you step there. They will never look, come and come with you and see, look at your footprints. This is what I did. This is why I did. There's a, a famous uh, saying that I've seen circulate on social media is, you know, you're trying to take somebody's answers. You can take their answers, but baby, you don't have the same test. You do not have the same test as some people that you are trying to take their answers. So somebody may try to take your footprints, but they don't want to they don't want to follow your footsteps. So that's some reasons why they want to, don't want to acknowledge. They're seeing what you do. They like it. It's attractive. It looks easy. Mm. That's another thing. When you make it look easy, sometimes that's a curse. <laughs> and if it ain't a curse, it'll make you feel like curse. <laughs> ah. I just got to keep it real with you. But, you know, but some people, like I said, they want to follow your footprints, but they don't want to talk about your footsteps. Why did you do this? How did you do it? But that takes them choosing to follow and um, making it known that they would like for you to leave them. And some people have too much pride. You know, they'd rather um, um, suffer than to come to you for the answer. And, and that's not for you to try to take that suffering away because that's a choice they made. Um, and, and, and that also goes to sometimes you'll see people, people that will, um, you'll want more for them than they want for themselves. Yeah, that can happen too. So remember some people, number two, some people will follow your footprint, but not want to be committed to following your footsteps. Number three, some people live in movie mode. You know what that means? Some people live in movie mode and they just watching. That's all they do. They just watching. They don't have, they're, they're, they're neutral. They're not for you or against you. They just in movie mode. They just watch it. They just that's okay. They just they just checking it out. They 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 ain't hating and they ain't loving. They just they're just watching, scrolling from one thing to the next, one video to the next, one post to the next one. And I'm mainly talking about social media, but that goes so in life. Some people are not for you or against you. They just watching. Give them something to see. And if it's ever meant for them to catch on and and be attracted to your passion as a as an influencer or your compassion as a leader, they will. If not, you just keep it moving. So number three, some people just live in movie mode and you just got to be cool with that because ain't nothing you can do about it. Number four, number four is kind of long because it's, it's five steps under number four, or should I say five um, extras under number four. Some people don't want to acknowledge because it takes away their excuses. If you are bringing solutions to the table, if you are offering methods of peace, some people just don't want a solution because it takes away their excuses. If you, if you, and and, and I know this to be true for my, my many years of coaching and, and training, consulting, and I say light counseling because I am not um, certified as a counselor, but some things I do feel therapeutic for people, whether we do mind manicure sessions or self-care solution sessions, they feel therapeutic and they feel like counseling, but but I'm not a mental health uh, professional or, nor a clinician. So when you take away some people's excuses, they get mad at you. And that's some reasons why they don't acknowledge that they can see you or that they hear you. Right under uh, number four, the second thing under number four is 
it stops chaos critters in their tracks. Some people are just groomed. And when you think about chaos, they raise their hand and be like, I'm here for it. Whatever chaos you got, baby, give it to me because they just feed off of it. They feed off of chaos and bad news. And so when you come and you're being a leader and you're being influential and it's for good and it's for peace and it's for the, and not to be a cream puff, but these things are necessary, peace and love and, and authenticity and happiness and generosity. We need these things. And so when you take that away from a chaos critter, they don't follow you because they feed off of drama and chaos and dysfunction. That's their food. So when you when they see you bringing them into starvation mode, they don't want to be bothered with you. So that's number two under number four. Uh, the third one uh, kind of goes with number three. They prefer their dysfunction because it's their identifier. Some people are only identified by whatever their dysfunction is. And I don't really want to get into naming what dysfunctions are. I'll let you take that. I'm going to lead you to the word dysfunction, but I'm going to let you lead yourself on what some dysfunctions are. Um, but they prefer to have it. It's their comfort. It's like a pig pen's blanket on Charlie Brown. Got to have it. No matter how dirty it is, dusty, they're kicking up dust everywhere they go. But they got to have it because it's their comfort. And they haven't been shown or either have not allowed anyone else to show them that life is good without that thing. They don't have to have that nasty old blanket. You know, it may have served them well at one time as a trauma response, but you don't have to live that way. And there are tools to let go of that blanket. You know, they out there in the cold warming up with a dirty old blanket of dysfunction. And here you are, got central heat and air for them, but you can't want more for people than they want for themselves. But that's another reason why they may not acknowledge that they're following, simply because you take away their security blanket of dysfunction. Number four under number four is some people plan to use it later. And that's okay. If you are an influencer or a leader and you're doing some good stuff, it's attractive. It's attractive. And some people don't want you to see that they see you because they plan to use it later. And they don't want you to know they got it from you. And that's okay too. Because as the writer of Ecclesiastes says, ain't nothing new under the sun. We all get something from somebody. And if people biting on you, you must taste good. Because any fruit, any tree that bears fruit is meant to be picked. And it may hurt. It may not feel good. But if you're bearing good fruit, people going to pick, baby. They're going to pick. That's what your fruit is there for. Now, sometimes people pick the low-hanging fruit when all they got to do is ask. And you can give them some better fruit. Matter of fact, you can even harvest it for them. But it is what it is. But that's number four underneath number four. Number five is they just don't like you. <laughs> they just don't like you. They don't have, they don't like your hair. They don't like the way you look. They don't like your skin color. They don't like the way you smell. They don't like your eyes. They don't like the way you talk. They don't like your accent. They don't like the way you're from. So many reasons why people can sum up to why they don't like you. And you, and they may be justifiable to them. And that's all well and good. So they may look, but they may not acknowledge because they just don't like you. Nothing about you. As we used to say, we were little kids, forget you, forgot you, never thought about you. And some people feel that way about you. And that's fine. Let them feel that way. Because what I what I know is, and it's leading to number five, because that, that was number five under number four. But let me go straight into number five from this. 
Sometimes it's not meant for people to acknowledge they're following you because you'll get caught up in the numbers. And people like me, who are givers, who don't know how to turn it off, God knows when you are at max capacity. When you are a giver and you don't know how to turn it off and you start seeing numbers go crazy, you feel like you got to help everybody. And as one of my mentors, Dr. Tyrone Baines, told me a long time ago, and I learned that lesson when he told me sitting in McDonald's in Durham, North Carolina, he said, Tracy Mack, if you don't discipline your will to help, it will kill you. And I say that to anybody who's listening now who is a leader and an influencer, if you feel discouraged because you don't see numbers and you don't see things jumping off on your behalf like you think they should, sometimes it's because you are the type of giver that gives so much all the time to everyone that comes in your path, God knows that you have not disciplined your will to help. And undisciplined will to help will kill you mentally, physically, emotionally, financially, every lee you can think of. And so I thank God for Dr. Baines for guiding me and mentoring me in that area because that's why I'm able to be here now because I disciplined my will to help and I began to behave accordingly and adjust relationships. I began to adjust my leadership style I begin to adjust the reasons behind me wanting to influence. So um, I really hope that you have enjoyed listening to me. Uh, uh, the song said, all by myself, don't want to be. Well, I want to be all by myself today. <laughs> because sometimes, you know, like I, said, I love my two dynamic co-hosts. I love the guests who have chosen to grace our VIP uh, seat at the BWWP. And maybe we'll have more to come. This is uh, the closing of season three of the BW2. I'm sorry, season two of the BWWP. And I'm not sure if we're going to go into season three. And if so, how we're going to do it. I I'm choosing to be led because this is not something I have to do. This is something I get to do. And as long as it stays uh, fun for me, as long as I know it's something that God wants me to do, and as long as people are influenced and encouraged, I'll keep doing it. But the moment any of that changes uh, in that order, the mo moment it stops becoming fun, the moment I hear God say, don't do it anymore, it's, we stop it, baby. So, <laughs> but I just want to encourage you to know the difference between leadership and influence. And whether you're doing one, the other, or both, do it well. Do it on purpose, through mission, with passion, and compassion. And if you didn't know what that means, I do have a book called The Book of Purpose in the New Testament that breaks all of that down. But if you want the cliff notes on it right now, when I say your purpose, your purpose is who you are here to be, who you're here to be. Your missions in life are what you are here to do. Your passion is how well you do it. And compassion is when you realize it's not just for you, but who you are, what you're here to be and do is always here to bless somebody else. So hopefully in some way, shape or form, you have been blessed and positively influenced by me, Tracy Mack, your self-discovery companion, the professional peacemaker and host of Black Women's World Podcast. That's the BWWP baby. I'm Tracy Mack, peace. You've been listening to Black Women's World Podcast, the BWWP, brought to you in part by Tracy Mack Solutions for Life Institute, coaching and training services. No doubt you have enjoyed being in our world, and it doesn't have to stop here. Head on over to blackwomensworld.com. This is my personal invitation to you to stay connected with me on social media and more. I'd love to see you there, and I'm so grateful you came to be with me here. 
Invite someone else to join you in our queendom next time so they can feel the vibe of our tribe of Sister Nistas and Sister Nista lovers too. Remember to be kind, be authentic, be generous, be excellent, be grateful, and while you're at it, go ahead and be extraordinary because that's just what Sister Nistas do on purpose through mission with passion and compassion. It's a black woman's world, baby, and you, my Sister Nista, are proof. I'm your self-discovery companion, your professional peacemaker, and your host, Tracy Mack. Wherever you are in the world, may you love and be loved by somebody. Peace.